1: Welcome back to a World Game Changers podcast. I am your guest host, Bob Conlin. I am a professional certified coach with the International Coach Federation, uh, relationship champion, uh, father, a husband, and lover of all things through the lens of relationship. Um, today, I'm ex- I'm super excited to connect uh, with B Bowman. She uh, I met B through uh, a uh, our coach training uh, organization that we both got trained through when how long ago were you trained to be uh
0: 2017
1: yeah yeah so I started 2016 so I was I was just before you and um there's there's times in life where you meet you meet certain people and then there's just like an immediate connection there And and I've always felt that way with with B and I know my wife has as well and and um B was just such a beautiful force of support and comfort and nurturing for us when we were working through our traumatic pregnancy to bring our miraculous son into the world so again i'm just super happy to to have B here with us um B like i said B is a she's a coach she's also a healthcare provider a registered nurse and i have her here today to talk about her relationship to service she uh, visited uh Africa, Kenya. Is it Kenya? Yeah. Kenya. Yeah, Kenya in 2013. 12. 2012, and saw a need there. Saw a need. Saw an opportunity to be of service to help the children there, um, not only to to receive education but to also to receive safety, to receive a way out of their challenging circumstances. And she has since created a nonprofit called Sponsors for Kenya, and has opened up a school um that now has over 200 students uh, attending so um she's created a school and orphanage and it's constantly growing um there's constantly like a call for support um and there's so many wonderful wonderful things happening so uh very good to have you here B. thank you so much
0: yeah thank you for having me I'm excited
1: yeah me too so one of the you know and I was thinking about our time today one of the questions that came up for me is is what um what happened inside of you when you when you went to visit you you visited there during your like your nursing clinicals right?
0: I did, but that was in 20, 2009. and then I went back in twenty twelve.
1: Got it. Got it. Got it. So something stirred in you when when you originally went there, and you felt called to be of service in a way. Like, what can you share a little bit about that experience? Well, I think.
0: The main thing was that I traveled with a group of 15 people. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, when we were there, every single day, all of them would say, oh, it's so awful, it's terrible, what's happening here? And and they still had no drive to do anything about it. Mm. They they had their two-week volunteer trip and then they decided to go home and nothing more. Every day when I sat on the bus on the way back to where we were staying, I kept thinking, I wonder what we could do if you purchased that piece of land that was for sale on the side of the road. Or what could happen if we gave this woman $100? Or what could happen if we provided safe housing for 10 women? So already there, I kept thinking of ideas. Or at that time, they weren't even ideas. They were just, you know, thoughts.
1: Thoughts, yeah, yeah.
0: Because of course I couldn't do anything. It was Kenya, and I'm just me. So what mm-hmm. was I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. And then it just grew from there.
1: Yeah, yeah. So th- that's such a good point. Like I think um, you know, there's you know, be be the change you want to see in the world, right? I, I love I love that saying. And and here you have this experience of your classmates, like just reinforcing the narrative that oh, this is really tough. This is hard. God, you know, poor them, poor them, and and you're here like, huh? I wonder how we could actually make the difference. Do you, do you have a sense of what was inside of you that like, where did that voice come from? Is that just something that you've, you've always had or, or where, did that, where did that part of you come from?
0: Well, I knew, well, I know that I had it already when I was three or four. Mm-hmm. So I, I remember being in, in daycare and I couldn't finish the meal that was in front of me. It was Mm -hmm. they had played it too much, and my teacher said, "Well, think of the poor children in Africa," (laughs) and immediately
1: I (laughs) said, "Let's shame you into finishing this." Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So I say at three or four years old, can we wrap it up and send it to them? Wow. Because I didn't know that Africa was quite far away because I was three. Yeah. So I think it was already it was already there instead of this teacher trying to shame me. I already had a solution. Well, I can share because I can't finish my meal. So how about someone else can have it?
1: Yeah, I love I love that story. Right. And it's, there's no constraints, right? There's no like, it's just very logical, like, Oh, here's someone in need, they can have what I don't need. Like, let's give it to Mm -hmm. them. Right. And then, you know, and like, that's such a, a innocent, beautiful, childlike response, right? And it's also it can be that easy. It, that that can be the solution, right? right? And then, and then, you know, I think oftentimes too, I get as adults, or we we lose the simplicity of that. We make it harder, or we make it more about logistics, or well, you know, how difficult it might be to achieve something as extraordinary as you have been able to achieve. Um. Yeah. Super cool. So it sounds like it sounds like this was just a natural trait or that you were like born with this way of being or born with this this lens of looking at service in a particular way.
0: right and and i think the i think that's from how i grew up that there was always a solution. Mm. my parents would always say there there are no problems there are all there are only you know difficulties that we look to overcome. Mm. So that's how I grew up. So of course, there was no problem in, you know, doing whatever I wanted to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. How, um, how do you see like that? I I love what you just said, like, there's no problems, only solutions. Or, you know, in, in my coaching work, I'm like, even in our hardest times, if we choose to look, there's an opportunity, right? There's something, there's an opportunity, there's some gold here, there's some wisdom to lean into, or there's a a way of being to practice or an action to take? Like, how, how does um, how does that impact your coaching like the, with the clients that you also work with?
0: Well, I think I can see beyond their limitations. And I think that's a general coach trait mm-hmm. that when we hear someone say, well, I want, I want to do this, but there's no way because this, this, and this, we already see them, you know, at the finish line of the marathon or, you know, having that baby that they've dreamt of or nailing that assignment or whatever it is.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. So seeing, seeing beyond where others see, seeing the potential, you know, knowing that, yes, it might take, you know, 10,000 steps or, but you're able to get there, but you have to start
1: walking. Yeah. Yeah, the journey of whatever, what is that saying? The journey of a thousand miles starts with one step or something, the first step. And it's so true. And we're so resistant, you know, where I think you know, many of us are so resistant just to even taking that first step, right? Taking that, that mm-hmm. first um, step towards like that unknown future or that, that idea that makes no sense at all. Right. So, so so you went to Africa, you had this experience, you came back, you're like already looking at how can we make a difference? When you think of like that, that first, first step, like what was that for you? Um,
0: Well, the first step was, was simple because I didn't have any high expectations. Mm -hmm. I, I decided to, you know, start fundraising and see if I could raise actually my, my first donation was $5. Hmm. And I was so excited because I knew what five dollars could do,
1: wow. well yeah, what could five dollars do at that time?
0: At that time, it could well, I know a meal was well, five cents a meal. So five dollars wow. was a hundred meals, wow, at the the preschool that I had visited and volunteered at. So to me, five dollars was tons, yeah. And I didn't have the the demand on myself or the expectation that I had to raise $10,000 or whatever the amount, it was just, let's see what happens. Let's see how much I can raise. And then depending on how much I raise, I can see what, what can be done. Mm -hmm. I'll allocate the money
1: best Mm -hmm. way possible.
0: So lowering the demands or I didn't even have to lower them because I didn't, I started with nothing. So anything that I would give would be great.
1: What a, what a great, I mean, what a great, like, mindset there. Yeah, I I think that we think about, like, achieving goals or making a difference. We think about, like, the really huge impact that takes many steps to get there, right? Or, like, the big thing, um, you know, I see this all the time with my clients. Like, they have these goals or dreams, you know, like, you know, starting a business or leaving corporate America or getting married or having children. And. They get so focused on like the future where that is that like they almost get paralyzed with just taking that first step, right? Like, like you're not getting married, you're not going to leave your job today, or you're not going to start your business today. But what is one step that you can take in service of that? Yeah, yeah. Like keep it keep it simple, and then just keep keep moving towards the outcome that that you're committed to to achieving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what is what has um has your relationship been to you know starting this organization like before we start hit record you shared that it it's kind of like running on its own now like you you still support it financially you still fundraise for it but it's really like it's it's grown it, it's created its its own way to self-sustain it essentially um so how has your relationship shifted with you know, with your experience.
0: Well, it, it shifted in many ways. one, the immediate thought was that the whole experience, everything about it is so much lighter now than it was in the beginning. because mm-hmm. after the initial you know three months, I purchased land in Kenya. And all of a sudden, I had declared to, another organization there that i was going to build an orphanage in the school for them mm. so all of a sudden my demands went from yay five dollars to oh i need at least hundred thousand dollars to pull this off yeah but now having done having taken all those tiny four million steps and you know doing all the things and processing all the setbacks and all the things that didn't go according to plan
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then have something amazing come from it has i've been able to i'm rest in the f- fact that we did it we're there yeah. even if i stop now we have we've created this oasis for kids and although they're not self-sufficient yet they are managing much much better than they were there's a whole farm we have animals we have trees and we have all those crops and everything is solar panels we have our own well that's even solar panels (laughs) like they they will be self-sustained eventually yeah so just knowing that even where we are today they could keep going yeah yeah.
1: So cool. Yeah. Um <clears throat> so where do you where do you see yourself um next? Right? Like like when you see your like your drive for service or to find solutions or to make a difference. Like where do you what, what comes are you looking at like what's next? Are you even present to that or um, are you getting curious about some other ways or what comes up for you?
0: Well, six months ago, I would have answered this very differently. I would have said, I would have talked about all the plans I have and all the expansions and all the things I planned. But now being 19 month, 19 weeks pregnant with my first baby, mm-hmm. I'm downsizing everything. Yeah. I, think. I I only have to fundraise, you know. Well, actually, what I've already created is funding Kyotoani the school, mm-hmm. um, But I don't actually have to do anything with that for the next, you know, at least a year or so. So focusing more inwards and focusing on my baby, you know, the first mm-hmm. kick, the first heartbeat, the, the sonograms, then having a baby. Um, That will be my main focus. Yeah. Which is always, which is also why it's so great that I've, you know, done all the work to be able to say, well, here's funds for six months. I'll send another, you know, bunch of funds in another six months. Mm -hmm. So I can be on maternity leave for a year. And I only have to make one transaction and everything is kind of run smoothly.
1: Nice. When you were sharing, I'm like, Oh, like, you know, you're, you're getting ready to step in this, you know, the great adventure of motherhood, right. Great adventure of of being a parent. And I was like, you've kind of been a mother this whole time to these children, you know, like Mm -hmm. you think of the, um, characteristics of a mother are like nurturing, supportive, um, you know, like creative, creating, right. And, um, yeah, I just got present, present to that, you know, so, and I think what a relationship to service, right. That's like, um, being a parent is probably one of the, (laughs) the biggest callings for that. Right. Right. At least, at least in my experience, right? It's it's you know, like I have a two year old son, and it's like everything to to be able to, um, I mean, really, like parenthood is being in service of another human being. It's it's supporting him and giving him an environment to grow and to thrive, um, and you know, looking at who I need to be and 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 challenge myself to grow in ways that will we're will be even more you know supportive of him.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And creating that relationship, well, a new relationship with yourself, and then a relationship with your child, and getting to know them, and that, to me, that just has to be the top priority.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: There's nothing that's more important than that.
1: Right. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. You know, there's these little magical beings and our children that that come to be with us and to to provide for them. You know, is like I think one of the highest callings as a as a human, right? Mm-hmm. As a as a human being. And um, I'm so thrilled that you get to you know experience it with your baby.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> awesome. Well, how can um how can people learn more about you or you know, learn more about the school or you know, how they can help?
0: Um the best source of information I would say where I update the most is either Facebook or Instagram.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We have a website, but that's more, you know, the the basics. Sure. The other social media sites, that's where you get the updates of, oh, today the kids played soccer and,
1: nice. oh, the
0: pig had piglets. Or...
1: <laughs> <laughs> love <laughs> Which,
0: it. we have two. We have, how many, 35 piglets, I think. You know?
1: <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh, God, the kids got to love that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: And they even help bottle feed the ones that are, you know, pushed away. And, um, but the both on Facebook and Instagram, it's called Sponsors for Kenya, and it has a little elephant in the logo.
1: Nice. Yeah, I, I um. Um. Yep. See it here. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So check out um, these Organization Sponsors for Kenya. Uh. Both on Facebook, Instagram, that's where you'll get um, the most up-to-date information. And uh, just the pictures of the kids here, I mean, ear-to-ear smiles. Like, they're just so happy. Um, and so, yeah, it's just, you if you need to feel good about something, or you want to, like, get a feel-good vibe or story, check it out. Like, it's just, it's incredible. It's incredible. So, awesome. Well, B, uh, thank you so I mean, thank you so much for uh, your time today. Thank you for um following that inner calling, like following um and creating solutions where you know maybe not everyone can always see it like that. Thanks for making a difference. Um, and thanks for helping so many, so many children. Um B was also sharing before, um uh we're on we're on video now and she has a, a picture of a young a young girl from the school behind her and she's like she's in high school now you know this was 9 years ago so this is um just an incredible incredible story and and one that's uplifting and um really really making a difference so check out sponsors for kenya if you want to donate you can reach out to sponsorsforkenya.org/donate Um, And you can set up a recurring donation. um, Donate one time, however you want. um, And it'll go to an extremely good cause. B, thanks so much for being here.
0: Thank you so much, Bob. Awesome. Thanks very much for listening to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. Drop a line to paul at worldgamechangers.org with any thoughts or questions you may have, and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the world is changing. How will you
1: respond?